0: Welcome to Hey Y'all with Emma Britt, and now here is your host Emma Britt.
1: Hey y'all, it's Emma Britt, and welcome to another episode. But this episode was very cool to me because going to the Snowball Derby in 2022 and seeing Derek Thorns winning the B main and then winning the A main at the Derby was awesome. Well, at this past Winter Nationals was out when I was racing semi pro was the. Biggest class there was down there. Heck, there was probably 30 cars just solely there. Like there was just a whole lot and all talented drivers too. It was, you did not know who was going to win. It was incredible. But I wanted to do a very special guest who won the B main and then won the A main and has raced for quite some times. And I've always seen his name at the top of the list during the summer shootout or anywhere I've seen him race. Please welcome London McKenzie. How are you doing today?
0: Pretty good. We have got home from Florida, been prepping since then. Probably we're trying to get out to Southern National, but, you know, we've been doing good, trying to put in that work, get the car cleaned up and set. But I'm just glad we walked away from Florida in one piece.
1: Hey, I feel that too. That was a very, very awesome time you had down there. So tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got into racing.
0: As a kid, I used to watch the Pixar film Cars, and I was, like, obsessed with Lightning McQueen. I had, like, Lightning McQueen merch, lightning queen bedsheets, lightning queen suitcase, pretty much everything Lightning McQueen. So I would just used to watch that all the time as a kid. And growing up, my dad also used to race legend cars and Arca. Well we got into Arca for a little bit and then stopped that once I was born. But as a kid I used to watch them out at Caraway, Charlotte, all over the place racing legend cars. And when I turned eight, I was I talked to my dad about racing and I was like, yeah, I want to start racing Bandoleros. So we reached out to KBR Racing. And he put me in a bandolera for the first time, actually, and we tested that, ended up going to the shootout, and we finished P5 in our first race, did that whole shootout, and it's just the rest is history, been racing since then.
1: That is incredible. I love that because it's such, it's almost like Lily's interview almost. It's a different story kind of how you got into it. Yes, you are a second generation, but you kind of picked more up on it through like a movie or something like that, which even though may Mayhouse silly sounds, it's not really that silly. I mean, it's very cool to kind of get into it from that route. So tell me a little bit about how it has been traveling and going to Florida and all that.
0: It was great. We've been going down there for the last three years, actually. This would be my second year with the team I'm on now, 860 Motorsports with uh CJ. And last year we had a little bit of trouble down there, but this year we came out, out of the gates pretty strong. We uh we got spun the first round or got in an accident, I should say, in the first round, which kind of killed our momentum, but we kept Coming back through the through the week and finishing better and better and working through the field, getting through those trials and contributions and all that. And ended up finishing the week off with a win, which is absolutely amazing.
1: It was incredible to watch and hear about your name was getting all thrown around the pits as almost a hero because it was a very tight field up there in the semi pros and you came out there in that B main. It was just incredible, incredible. So how was it? How did it feel? Like was adrenaline coming through your veins? Were you almost crying? Like
0: So uh, we came from the B main, and at the beginning of the day, so the reason why we were in the B main in the first place was there was uh, brake fluid all over the track and qualifying, and I was just slipping and sliding everywhere. I almost hit the wall, actually, a few times. So we had to start the B main in fourth, came out of the B, and won that. So we started at the back of the A main. I was actually texting a fellow competitor, Josh Lowe, and before the race, I was like, hey, man, you're starting up front. I hope you get that win for me. Which, like, as a joke, because I thought everyone thought that I had no chance of winning. But lo and behold, lap about 11, there was a huge pile up and the field. And they all stacked up. We kept going straight. But that gave me a ton of positions. And we were up there. And I had pulled away for, like, quite a bit with, like, 10 to go. And there was a caution. And then we, I raced from there. And there was another caution. And by the time we were getting to about four to go, I was feeling pretty comfortable thought we were going to finish the race. And I was like, yeah, I got this taken home. And then lo and behold, someone spun in the back. And I was like, Oh man. So we did that restart, which was the last double file restart, which I had Devin to chase my outside. That was a whole good time. But with two to go, as we were racing, all clean, getting all good. They were like yellow, yellow, yellow. And at that point, my blood was just pumping. And we actually went under red flags for that one. And just sitting there in that car, I was praying to God. I was like, please please let this happen for me. I worked so hard. Thank everything for that. And we came out and on that last restart, I had Eric from Brockhouse, which was actually last year's young line winner for the national title behind me. And I was just really hoping that we could do some good racing out there. And he ended up doing like really good for me. And I want to actually do a shout out. Thank you to him for not potting me or wrecking or anything like that. And with Two to go. My, my mom actually started crying there at the end a little bit because it was just such a shocker to everyone 860, the family that I could even manage to pull that off. But we walked out of there with the wind, got my uh, first ever burnouts. Actually, that was a really good time. And yeah,
1: that is incredible. I love that so much and there is nobody else that I could have been happier to see that checker flag wave for so speaking of how you've been traveling let's take it back home so where is your home track
0: my home track is actually caraway speedway which I race at like all the time or try to race every event out there that we have in the legend cars but we originally started at charlotte motor speedway which has been a good time I've been racing that for what six years now it's been a long road but my home track's Careway last year we picked up two wins there and this year on the schedule I think we have somewhere around seven races so we'll see what we can do. I have a hometown friend Josh Lowe that I was talking about earlier. Me and him have a good time out there. It's pretty cool to see him out even in Florida but I'd say we're just hometown buddies have some good racing.
1: That's awesome because I've always kind of wanted to go to Caraway. I've heard so many good things about it. And it's just one of those tracks that I never got around to. And I just think that that's really cool. So what age are you?
0: So I am 14 years old at the moment, going to be turning 15 in the middle of October. I have been racing ever since I was eight, like I said earlier. it's uh, It's been really fun coming since eight. And I think it's really crucial to start early. But I mean, as you mentioned that I came from something as simple as a movie, I think there's plenty of ways to get into the sport. I've seen tons of different ways, but I'm glad I came in through Bandoleros. Got those years, just just like you. I mean, we came through the same way. You moving up to Legends now. Hopefully, I'll see you out on the track sometime. But that's that's kind of where we came from.
1: What was your biggest make-or-break moment, like your alternative moment that made you realize, I want to do this, I really want this, and what made you realize you wanted to do this as a career and this was your dream?
0: So as a kid, I used to dabble between a bunch of the sports, mainly soccer. I used to play soccer a lot. I was pretty fair at that, pretty good. And by the time I turned about 10, my parents were like, you're just getting too busy. My games for soccer and races started to overlap, and it was just becoming too much between juggling school soccer racing so when I turned around 10 11 for these last about two years they were I had to give up soccer actually to pursue racing because it's just I, I like the game of soccer but I loved racing I just feel like there's no other feeling like that with the adrenaline and the fun and a friend at the track and just all of that put together so my parents when it came down to it asked me what I wanted to do and I told them that I wanted to start racing full-time so we gave up soccer for the last two years. And I think doing that has actually elevated my skills a lot.
1: That is incredible. And I know that that has to be hard sometimes giving up a sport you love, but racing is such a time consuming sport. And I love that. mention. Also, I'm going to mention something you said earlier that you have such wonderful friendships in this sport that make it a little bit easier giving up some of those normal middle school, high school, highlight moments of your life. Like you just said, Josh Lowe, I'm really glad that y'all have kind of friendship like that because I could, I do see y'all around together all the time and I love that friendship.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of track friends, all of them super nice, super chill. Like when, I mean, when you're on the track, there's obviously a little bit of give and take on the track, which everyone just has to know, but I feel like in the pits for the most part, everyone's pretty cool with each other. Even if we have some stuff on the track, I mean, me and Nathan Lyons a few years ago out in uh, Nashville had a little scuff up, but you know now we're really good friends. Text each other, play i racing together, and I just think that friends are on the track are really important to have, and even to be able to like reach out to a teammate of mine or someone like that for GoPro or help on maybe iRacing. racing. And my team does a little bit of sim racing together, and I just think it's a really important aspect of the sport.
1: So tell me a little bit about how it is because I know you mentioned road course racing and also how it is sim racing.
0: Two years ago for Christmas, I asked my parents for a Logitech steering wheel, which I still own today, and sim race on. But I think that the sim racing is way more realistic than I would have ever expected. And even for like the Charlotte Road Course that we did really good at two years ago and this year, just performed pretty decent for us. I think all came down to a little bit of sim because me and my teammate Preston Risley I have a good time. We play sim racing. We practice a ton for the summer. She or for the Winner Heat at Charlotte. And I really do think that played a role in it to where you know where you can pass. And it teaches you these things about the track that you would never know if you weren't there. And I think it's important with racing because tracks that I've never been to, like Las Vegas, uh, Boring, or somewhere like that, that you can't touch in real life because we live out here on the East Coast, and that track's over on the West Coast. So I think that being able to know and learn the track before you ever unload is just really huge in the sport.
1: But I definitely agree with you on that. I feel like iRacing gives a lot of people the opportunity to try tracks that they've dreamed about going to. I just feel like it's the most realistic thing that's came to racing I've ever tried. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, well, when you look at like a driver like maybe William Byron, who I really look up to because he's just he's been winning a lot and doing really good for Hendrick Motorsports, came from iRacing actually. Because as a kid, when you watch like stuff about him. He was like 13 years old playing racing since he was a little kid. Couldn't even barely reach the steering wheel in an iRacing setup. And he was iRacing, iRacing, legend cars. And when he turned 13, he asked his dad to go racing. There's pictures of him at my home track, which is Caraway, winning in like legend cars and stuff. And now he's in the Cup Series winning. And I just think that's really cool when you look at where he started from.
1: I definitely agree with you on that. So who is your favorite NASCAR driver that you look up to the most or even a small track driver or maybe your mom or dad, anybody you look up to the most?
0: I mean, obviously, I look up to my dad and he was really good. and He's kind of just like paved the way for me and I'm trying to follow in his footsteps for now. But I think as far as NASCAR goes, I'd really look up to Christopher Bell as he's like one of the younger drivers to get into it and he's just doing so good and from I mean I, I don't know him too personally but from what I've seen out of him he's just a really stand-up guy super nice always talk to you at the track but I would if someone asked me who I look up to most in cup series I'd probably have to say Christopher Bell
1: and I can definitely agree with you on that he is a wonderful driver and a wonderful person outside of the car as well which I think you also resemble that a lot of as well when I look on <laughs> social media I see a lot of people giving shout outs to you because you were just super humble and always up to help anybody and everybody they could be racing engaged to you, they could be your biggest competitor and you were always there with a hand on their shoulder helping them as much as you can and I have a lot of respect for you for that
0: yeah with friends at the track I mean like we've said before everyone just I think it's important at the small levels which I really love about legend cars actually that you can go up to your neighbor and be like, hey, do you have an extra bumper, an extra part?" And most likely they're going to be able to help you. But once you move up, I feel like to like late models, anything above from there, et cetera, that it just becomes a lot more real and that everyone just isn't as like going to help you at the track, you know?
1: I absolutely agree. I feel like U.S. Legend Cars has the best program of that. So as we wrap it up, I want to give you a moment to thank anybody you would like to thank and also just say anything you would like to say.
0: You know, I really want to throw a huge shout out there to 860 Motorsports with team owner CJ, the main man on my car, Stan. Um, they they always seem to make that thing a rocket ship around the track. And I just want to say a huge thanks to anyone over at 860 Motorsports that ever put a hand on the car. Uh, family side of it, I'd really like to thank my dad, who got me into the sport. Um, my mom, who's really helped out there, taking me to the track every other week doing – all that stuff over there. Uh, My grandparents who actually went out to Vegas and support us in Vegas, they went there. Huge shout out to them and anyone and all of it that's touched the seat, a tire, a wheel, anything on the car, I want to say thanks to.
1: Well, that is incredible. I cannot wait to watch you dominate this season, especially after your wonderful win at Winter Nationals. And I know there will be plenty more of those coming. And I cannot wait to keep up with you, watching you, and also now racing against you. This is going to be awesome year. And thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your story. And for all those listeners out there, London, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about the social medias where people can give you a follow.
0: Yeah, I have social medias on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, TikTok, too. It's all pretty much under Lightning London, London McKenzie. You can find me there. Um, We Hopefully, we'll be posting content in bigger cars, hopefully moving up to late models and ARCA this year and gaining followers on that. And maybe I'll be able to get followers like Emma Britt one day.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Hey, I I know one day you're probably going to bypass me. (laughs) You have so much talent under your belt, and also you are just a wonderful person, and I am very, very excited to race with you this season and hopefully get to know you some more. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and I cannot wait to see you this season and hopefully do another interview with you in a couple months and see where you are from now. I bet you're going to have way more wins under your belt. I know they're coming. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and thank you so much for taking time to come on with me.
0: No problem. Appreciate you having me on Hey Y'all with Emma Britt.
1: As we wrap this up, I wanted to let y'all know again to remember to send a little email and let me know if you have any questions for future guests. And if y'all have any opinions or anything about the show, let me know at heyyallwithemma at gmail.com. And also don't forget to follow the socials, Hey Y'all with Emma Britt and Hey Y'all with Emma. And that is on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. And I also wanted to thank my sponsors who are helping me this year as we go into 2024. I wanted to give them a shout out because it means so much to help me considering I am getting into a new car. And to want to help out with that is really grateful for that opportunity. I would like to thank Brian Hagel Grading and Bull Snot and Chapman Fencing and Z-Max and also Fury Race Cars for what they have done for our light model as well. South Alabama Plumbing and Electrical Inc. And of course, Hoosier Tires. Don't forget you can check out the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I cannot wait to catch up, hopefully back up with y'all.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hey Y'all with Emma Brits. If you have comments or questions, feel free to email Emma at Emma at gmail.com.